Morgan, so I was uh, looking up some stuff for our talk today together, mm-hmm. and I was looking up what it means to be moral, actually. <laughs> Just online, you Googled. Online, I thought, what, you, what, what better way to be moral? What better way to learn how to be moral than to go on the internet? Google, yeah. Google. I mean. So I went online. <laughs> And I typed in morality, and this article showed up that said, people with high moral standards are less likely to be funny. Oh. (laughs) I thought that was funny. (laughs) true. I mean... (laughs) It can be true. It is kind of true. Yeah. There's some truth in that. Why do you think... Why do you think that is? I mean, do you think we just... We're so caught up in, what, doing the right thing that like humor just distracts us from that i don't know like fun and the good just don't go together yeah i think that's the essence of it i think people can't understand that being fun and being human and being joyful and like i don't know yeah pointing out life and like all of its like little i don't know yeah quirky funny intricacies yeah um is compatible with like this very like stodgy stiff understanding of holiness and yeah. being moral that we have yeah, too. And I do Absolutely. think that when, when you get so caught up in your, I have to be a certain way, you are not free to like be funny. Be funny. Yeah. I know. It's important to be funny. It is important to be funny. I mean, do you think we're funny? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I think you're funny, Megan. Really? I think you're funny. Well, thanks. I, I mean... I am not a very sarcastic person. No, you're not. And so people who know me, you know, when I, it's so weird. Like when I try to make a joke or try to say something kind of in a coy way or whatever, people are like, oh, Megan, I, I'm, I was serious or I meant that. Like their response to me is like, <laughs> either like, I'm sorry I offended you or, you know, I was, I was just, it's just, it's, there's just a miscommunication that uh, happens when like I try so- to be funny. Oh, I don't I just, think that's always true. Yeah. I think you can be really funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think be, sarcasm sarcasm you do struggle with though. I do. And that's okay. It's it's a beautiful very, thing. You're like, very literal. sincere. Yeah. Thank you. So, well, let's let's talk today about why <laughs> being moral and being funny can go together. Okay. okay? All so right. That's good. Let's do it. Open Welcome back, everyone. My name is Megan. And I'm Morgan. And you're watching Naked Without Shame. Before we begin, we want to make some announcements. We want to invite you to join the Awakened Nation. The Awakened Nation is a community of people who really sponsor the Awakened Catholic organization in what we do here. Uh, We ask that you consider making a monthly donation for as little as a cup of coffee a month to support the team here to support the hosts and and everything that is happening through Awaken Catholic. To do that, you can go to awakencatholic.org slash donate. And consider joining the Awaken app. Um, the Awaken app is kind of like a social media alternative, um, and you can chat on the Awaken app with uh, people within the Awaken community, but also with um, show hosts such as Megan and I. So, well, yeah, we would love if you did that. Um, and also there's access to all sorts of cool things like prayers um, 
I think there's a shop. Um, yeah, so you can download that at theawakenapp.io. And before we begin, we want to roll an exciting uh, promo for the host of our show today, and it has to do with our trip to France Yes, in October. So Super take a look. Exciting. Have you ever dreamed of visiting Paris in the fall? Seeing the beautiful Eiffel Tower lit up by a sunset, visiting and venerating holy locations of the sister saints of France in the Sioux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. This fall 2021, join select international tours with Claire Swinarski and Catherine Whitaker, along with a host of other powerful Catholic women, on a once-in-a-lifetime Seine River cruise pilgrimage in France. Join our friends at Select International Tours and Cruises. With over 34 years of experience, they are the perfect company to help you experience pilgrimage. To learn more, visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Bon voyage! Maureen, so we're here today and we're going to talk about a topic that we think and we've found to be really compelling and worth thinking about, which is why we're going to talk about it today. Yeah. And it does have to do with the theology of the body, for sure, because the theology of the body is the understanding of what it means to be human. Yeah. You know, and, and morality so, is, yeah, an inherent part of how you act out your humanity. Exactly. Um, so it's really, yeah, very foundational. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, when you think about theology of the body, like we've said before, people often associate it with moral teachings already. But I think that we kind of wanted to go a different angle, so to speak, about mm-hmm. morality, at least as as we've come to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So why don't we start there then? Let's talk about our journey with understanding what it means to act and to choose and to to do right. Yeah. So what is what is morality yeah been un- been understood as for us yeah you know yeah do you want to start with your your <laughs> you journey of sure yeah i'll start okay how about uh well i think i would say that i've always been a type of person that has wanted to like do the right thing <laughs> <laughs> not i'm not boasting at all i'm just saying i have this sensitivity in me that like yeah. oh i i really i do want to be obedient and good and and you know and and follow the rules i guess i'm a rule follower that's beautiful yeah i wasn't like that <laughs> really no okay so i'm the i was a rule follower and you were a rebel a, a no i breaker. wasn't i wasn't a huge rebel but i definitely was a little more so Okay. It took me a while to understand the whole morality thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, that that would be interesting for me to hear about more, Morgan, because for me, growing up, morality, or in other words, let's define that real quick. I mean, like, Ma- morality? Yeah, let's define morality before we jump into it. So morality is essentially perceiving, like, what is, what is right and choosing that. Yeah. Right. So, so we all have morals. A lot of people have the moral, like don't hurt someone or be kind. Right. Um, Intuitive things. Yeah. Very, very intuitive things. Um, Just ways of being that are good for myself and other people. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. 
so in my experience, I I just was very like cut and dry with my my rules and mm-hmm. a lot of rules, right? So yeah. so what was it like then for you? It's like it took you a while to kind of iron that out. Yeah, interesting. I think like you were saying, I intuited a lot of like basic things, like okay, like mm-hmm. don't hurt people. Like yeah. I don't know when I. I said in my interview, like when I was eight, I became a vegetarian. So I I did that out of this like sense of like, this is immoral to be hurting these animals. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I had this real sense as an eight year old. Yeah. I really had this passion for like justice and Mm -hmm. things like that. So I I think I wasn't totally like morality is like, you know, sucks or something. But I, I didn't, I guess what you were saying, like I didn't have this sense of like, I need to follow all the rules. Mm. It wasn't okay. so much like about following rules for me. Ah, okay. Um, and yeah, I think even like an, as a teenager, I rejected that more, the idea of following rules. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, what you're saying uh, kind of reminds me of the fact that we all really, whether we realize it or not, we have a morality in yeah. us. We yeah. have a, a set of beliefs and thoughts about how we should be and act. Mm-hmm. Right? So even if it's, not as like, I don't know, maybe in the form of religion that offers us commandments and offers us like rules. Mm -hmm. Like that seems to be, um, you know, kind of, uh, an understanding of Christianity is sometimes people think like there's rules rules. that you follow, but really, yeah. Morality is very human. Actually. It's, It's not necessarily just religion makes this up for us. It's, it's and that, we follow this exterior set of rules. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of not not intuitive to us, or it doesn't come naturally. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. I think there is something just very human about like we all like know that we value things in the world. Yeah. We value other people. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we also value ourselves. Yeah, we value creation. Yeah, the vegetarian thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so we want to treat those things in, according to their yeah their value. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so let's jump back in then to, yeah, maybe more of our our journey then in understanding morality. So, yeah. so that was kind of a background of us. I think then we, you know, decided to study theology together, and we took a class on moral theology, mm-hmm. and I was incredibly uh, changed or illuminated to. Uh, what, what needed to be, I will say it this way, what needed to be completed in my understanding of morality and what, and what it meant to really be free to act and and be human. So do you remember studying during those times? It was our first semester at the Institute. It was. At the John Paul II Institute where we went. Um, and we, I remember studying for maybe like it was a midterm or something uh-huh. and we would just have these incredible conversations. We really did. Like it wasn't like we were just like trying to memorize facts, but we were like, oh my gosh, this is totally reshaping how I see mm-hmm. all of reality. Mm-hmm. I remember you, especially like yeah. you were going through this like real beautiful time of like yeah. awakening yeah. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of morality very specifically. Yeah. yeah. So. It was really beautiful. Yeah. I Tell would... us a little bit about what, what was yeah. happening in that. Mm-hmm. Sure. So. What I would say was was the biggest kind of message that I took away was a quote from St. Augustine. And mm-hmm. he says, love and do what you want. Hmm. And That's that to awesome. me really changed uh, 
just changed my understanding of human action not to be necessarily measured by something exterior to love, mm-hmm. but that everything I do and every every way that I act, everything I choose can be influenced by love. Huh. And not necessarily a judgment of what is right and good, though those are important. I'm not saying that, you know, God's commandments should be thrown out. I'm yeah, not saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but underneath that, like fundamentally, what orders all of us is is gift, as we're as we've been talking about, as being a gift to another, hmm. as being created from love, and so from there. Every action that I do that I do is ordered to that love. Okay. And then you're saying that if you have that, like, I mean, the statement is almost kind of scandalous. Like, love and yeah. do what you want. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know. You could interpret interpret that as like, okay, just do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, there's no rules. Like, you're right. saying we're not – we don't want to do that. But exactly. it is so interesting. It's like if you have love as your foundation, you can just do what you want. Like, you you'll – you're totally yes. ordered to reality and mm-hmm. like the the goods in in yourself and that surround you mm-hmm. and you you're able to just follow that good. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. That that was it. So that was a huge just illumination for me. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's especially tending to want to be a, a a real rule follower without that understanding um lended me a lot of towards falling into like a perfectionism yeah you know like a, a perfectionism of uh here you know be like this and and do these things mm-hmm. or maybe other people were, were were helping me see like oh i should i should be this way they were they were influencing me this 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 order was outside of myself i guess yeah. is what i would say and um this perfectionistic order yeah but but really, um, it just really changed my freedom, actually, to just be, That's to act. Interesting. You know, I was just like, oh, I don't have to measure necessarily yeah. what I do. Yeah. Like, measure every little thing I do, whether or not this is good or not. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not it's good. Is this good or bad? Every every does, single does thing. Does it measure up to the standard? Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I was kind of broken sense. free from that and was just like, wow, I can just love <laughs> I, I just love <laughs> you know i can i can i can res- and what i mean by that i guess because <laughs> that could be confusing too what does yeah. that mean yeah. well i could just love what i could do then is to see you know first how we're talking about that the the world was in in previous episodes we talked about how the world is made as a gift and and is made for us to to love. And I started to to see that and could respond then in my actions by loving God back. Mm-hmm. By like thank you for this gift. Thank you for creating me. Thank you for you know the the gifts that you give me in my day-to-day life. Yeah. And I just respond to the gift of life, really. Yeah. That's interesting. And so yeah. you're not like constantly calculating and thinking like, "Oh, did I do the right thing?" Mm-hmm. or like beating yourself up. Yeah. Because I think you kind of what you seem to be saying is the focus goes away from you and am I good enough? Am I whatever meeting these, these standards that I have? Mm -hmm. And the, the focus shifts from you and the focus shifts onto 
the other. Yeah. Unto, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's that, before yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. And the beauty of that. Mm-hmm. And right. that's interesting. So then you, you're you're free. You're mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you're free. And, and truly that's where love enters morality because love is in a relationship it is it is reciprocal it's a it's a sharing of gifts it's a sharing of yourself and so i think what i could say and what we're saying here and what john paul ii would say i guess <laughs> is that morality is a response to the love that we've been given hmm. by wow. god that's beautiful like i i've experienced a love by by knowing who god is and and experiencing love in people in the world and it's something that makes me want to do and be be good be be the right thing have yeah. you ever had an experience like that where you where you were just like really loved by someone or maybe in prayer you really understood like wow god like loves me so much and i want to be like his love i'm trying to i'm struggling to think of a specific <laughs> yeah um but i yeah i definitely do remember it was around the same time for me yeah when i kind of i mean i had a sort of a little bit of a different story because i yeah, wasn't catholic sure story. before and so i don't think i had as much this sort of like rule following uh, yeah mm-hmm. i did like i didn't not that we didn't have like a system of morals in my upbringing but yeah. like it wasn't as like calculated and mm-hmm. like um yeah defined okay. i guess and so and I guess it also wasn't as much my nature. It seems like, you know, sure. we yeah. had that sort of like temperamental difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and then with my conversion, when I kind of discovered like, oh, morality is is like a thing. And <laughs> um, yeah, the moral teachings of the church are true and they're beautiful and I, I want to like live up to them. I did become a bit of a moralist. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of like I didn't really know how to like, I don't know, take my humanity Mm -hmm. that I was before um yeah and then kind of like translate it into like becoming this Christian Catholic person if that makes sense yeah like it's sort of like how does this fit how do I still be myself but Mm -hmm. then like kind of I don't know also live according to these rules um yeah I mean like they I think they did feel a bit exterior to me and I also felt a lot of this pressure of like yeah, I, I did see them as beautiful, but I was like, I don't know. I didn't know how to how to kind of mm-hmm. do it. Okay. I wanted to I be see. holy, but I didn't know how to do it. And so I was like, yeah. okay, I have to just, again, like I said, I kind of became a moralist. Like I need to make myself be this way. I need to kind okay. of perfect myself. Like I did all the right things kind okay. of obsessively in the beginning. So are you which saying- is like classic convert move too. Like get really obsessed with like following all the rules and whatever. But yeah. So can you say one more time what it means to be a moralist? What do you mean by that? Yeah. What does it mean to be a moralist? Is that s- synonymous with perfectionist or are they related? That's interesting. I think they they definitely tend to go hand in hand. Okay. I would say that a moralist is someone who... Um, sort of morality to them is this set of standards or whatever regulations rules that I can follow mm. and I can kind of like make myself follow all these things um and it's not about me depending this is like the big difference between moralism and then like a Christian understanding of morality which is really like I think we're going to get into yeah. is all about dependence it's all about the fact that I can't actually do this 
It's impossible for me. I need grace. Mm, yeah. At the end of the day, I need grace. I need God's help. Yeah. So the moralist says, okay, no, I can do it. I can do morality all by myself. I can perfect myself. And so really it's interesting because the focus, the moralist, even though they may see, they might seem, um, you know, perfect mm-hmm. and, and sort of the exterior, it's all about them. You. Yeah, you. You know you've always wanted to go to Paris. Well, now's your chance. If you go with Select International Tours, the sponsor of today's Awakened Catholic Show episode, you can join Claire Swinarski from the Catholic Feminist Podcast, as well as author and speaker Catherine Whitaker, along with a host of other powerful Catholic women on a once-in-a-lifetime Seine River Cruise pilgrimage in France. Visit and venerate the Sister Saints of France in Lisieux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. Sacre bleu! Learn more by visiting selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Okay, so Morgan, now that we talked a little bit about what morality isn't or what we understood morality to be maybe as falling into moralism, right? Um, having to, to follow the right things on my own and, and, and doing it and, and earning that goodness of, you know, of, of being moral, mm-hmm. right? So what can we talk about now with what morality is practically and um, how, how to really follow the way of Christ, follow God's commandments, but not in such a rule-following way? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what can we say to that? Um, I think where I would go with it is I'd say first, and I'm actually I'm totally stealing this from um, Father Luigi Giussani. Okay. Um, he's one of my favorite theologians. Um, and... I'm in this um, group called Community and Liberation, which he started, and we do this thing called, this is becoming a long explanation. <laughs> Go for it. But we're doing this thing called School of Community. That's like sort of what the movement, CCL, Community and Liberation, that's what we do. Okay. And we've been reading this um, this book called Generating Traces, and it was interesting because just, I think, a week or two ago, we read this section about morality, which I mm. thought was so, I mean, yeah, so interesting. We'd already been talking about doing it. Yeah. Um, Good timing. Yeah, a talk on morality. And so, but it was really beautiful because the, the big point he made is he kind of like, he defined moralism um, pretty much h- how we did of like, we, you sort of set up these rules and you can follow it. And it's all about you. It's all about you making yourself perfect. And then he contrasted that with Christian morality, um, which he says, first and foremost, is all about being dependent on mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. So it's about really abandoning yourself to God and saying, I I can't do this. I can't be moral. He even says being morally coherent is a miracle. It's literally not something I can produce. Mm, um, it's okay. this it's this gift yeah. of God, really, mm. to to be good and to to be able to yeah, okay, to yeah. sort of yeah achieve this perfection, which God you know does want from us. We, he does want us to be perfect. But what that means is not that I make myself perfect, yeah. but it's that I depend, I give myself. Mm. Like we talked in our in our last. You know, episode about vulnerability. I'm willing to be vulnerable. I show mm-hmm. up and I let myself be loved, and then I slowly um, am able to, yeah. yeah, to be moral. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I think so, the the first thing is dependence. Yeah. That's what I want to say. That's that's really really great. That's good. I yeah. As you were talking, I was thinking too. Like, yeah. No, nobody is perfect, but you said we can be perfect, yeah. right? But but the perfection isn't necessarily can we say measured by doing yes but it's by receiving from god that that dependency 
Yes. Becoming perfect is learning how to depend on God again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. I think that's a really beautiful way to see really our kind of our our understanding of what it means to be a, a Christian. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's 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 so easy to think like follow all the rules and I'm gonna get to heaven. Yeah. But in in fact it's about undoing the original sin actually. Yeah. You know, it's undoing the original sin that says I don't need to trust God. I don't need to depend on God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This, the, the really the most immoral thing you can do truly is to, to reject this dependence. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because that's what the moralist does. Yeah. That's why the Pharisees, that's why Jesus is constantly calling out the Pharisees because yeah. they're these moralists. Right. They think they can measure up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. That makes me think of the the gospel passage where Christ approaches the the woman who's about to be stoned because she was caught caught in adultery. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And he he writes in the sand something and one by one they start leaving. Yeah. And I was told that it it's speculated that maybe he was writing their own sins. Oh. Right, their own the own sins of the Pharisees. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So like as he was writing in the sand their sins, they left. Yeah. And so then, you know, Christ says, woman, where are your condemners? And they've all gone. And he says, neither I condemn you. Yeah. Go and sin no more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I love about that is that Christ is so good and gentle with us and with the woman that just his mercy changed her. He said, go and sin no more. Mm -hmm. Not like you better not sin. But because she experienced such a beautiful love and mercy, she I would imagine she she was changed by that. Yeah, yeah, you totally know? naturally. Like kind of what you were saying. Um, I'm thinking back when, um, when you said the thing about love and do what you want. Yeah. It's kind of this like really just natural, like spontaneous um, response to yeah. receiving that kind of love. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, like look at this person has like – seen me for what I am and like yeah. had this incredible mercy on me, like pierced through yeah. basically my, mm-hmm. my sin mm-hmm. and seen me for my truth. Yeah. Um, and that, I mean, my response to that is like, I just want to like give everything yeah. to this person. Right. I want to be like that person. Yeah. 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 Well, it was just this radical love. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, that is like morality. Like that is the yes. essence of morality yes. right there in that story. Exactly. Can I share another story? <laughs> Please. Yes. <laughs> okay. So another story that I think illuminates this really, really beautiful. I was at a, a talk. Somebody was giving a, a talk on, I don't, I don't know what, but it was a good talk. <laughs> it was a good talk. And this speaker shared this story of a woman in Rwanda during the Rwandan genocide whose family was murdered in front of her. Wow. And at the end of the, the war, uh, there was a trial for the murder of this woman's family. And apparently in, in that country, it's custom to uh, the one who's offended um, or the crime was committed against gets to say the sentence of the the one who did the crime. Oh, wow. So essentially, like this this woman, this mother and this wife had the life of this murderer in her hands. Gosh. Yeah. And she could have said he deserves to be killed for what he did what he did to me wow but what she said was 
what will happen to you is that you will come now into my home because I have no one to take care of and no one to take care of me. Wow. So that's so beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? That's crazy. So he lives with her. Wow. And just the exposure and the experience of the mercy of this woman at day in and day out of the woman who I killed everybody she loved and yet she still loves me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, and that man was converted. He was changed. That's incredible. And they just began to live in this community of love together. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. I mean, that happens in life. There there are people that have the capacity to do those things. Yeah. And, and truly that kind of mercy is what, what creates a morality creates a, a once again a response to a love I've been given and I want to I want to be like that love so. yeah yeah exactly yeah oh that's so beautiful yeah. and I'm thinking yeah. too of uh, yeah when we were talking about this, this the other day you mentioned Jean Valjean in oh yeah Les Mis. and mm-hmm. it's the same kind of story same kind of story mm-hmm. of, yeah there's just this radical mercy I mean the guy I forgot his name Jean Valjean <laughs> Jean Valjean is the one that stole yeah he stole yes. the candlesticks. Stole all these from, candlesticks from, from the from bishop. The, yeah, and then the bishop finds out and yeah, and and lets him go. Yeah, but now he, he kind of calls him like Christ called the woman caught in adultery to go and sin no more. The bishop calls Jean Valjean to like become an honest man now. Yeah, like yeah. use this opportunity to become better. Yeah, and he does. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, and so in the end, I think we could say morality is beautiful. Morality is beautiful. To, to, to learn how to desire what is good and, and to desire love and to, and to respond to it. Yeah. 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 But it and, comes it comes from this experience of, yeah, Christ's mercy on mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And not this, and, and this like total humility in that of like, I, yeah, I know that I am not perfect. Yeah. But I know that this person's love of me is able to pierce through that imperfection and therefore I am free. Yeah. I can like I have this like Jasani said, like this, you know, it's this miracle of mm-hmm. like I'm free. I'm able to be this like totally different, alive person. And yeah. I have this incredible yeah. generosity. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I that's great. Yeah, it's so beautiful. But that that's 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 morality. That's like mm-hmm. what it means to become like a saint. Yeah. Exactly. That's so true. Yeah. And while we would say that, or maybe I can say from my own story of, you know, being, being raised in the Catholic church, which is something I'm so thankful for and having an understanding of, you know, God's commandments, that, that was an important step in my understanding of morality because we do need the law. We do need, we do need to know what is right and wrong Mm -hmm. in these, in these ways as we're trying to to learn and, and to grow once again, to, to this understanding of morality as a response to love. Yeah. That's a super important point. It's not that we get rid of the rules, so to speak. I mean, the rules are like the, the, this is reality, Mm -hmm. you know, God, God has made the world a certain way and we should treat it a certain way. Mm -hmm. And those, those things are beautiful. Mm -hmm. But if we see them, it's really just like switching how we see them. Yep. Is it that I, you know, it, it becomes that I am the I, yeah, I'm the measure. I'm I'm the one that is able to to live up to all of these things. It's all about me doing good. Mm-hmm. Or is it about like the focus is on depending on God yeah. and 
Yeah. Yeah. In in this dependence and in this mercy that God shows us, being mm-hmm. able to like actually be have this this coherence with like mm-hmm. yeah myself and the world around exactly. me exactly yeah yeah and loving God back and loving God back yeah yeah exactly through creation so through creation. treating things as they should be treated exactly awesome do we want to say anything else today Morgan. I don't know. I think that's it. That's it. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again for listening to our conversation today. Yes. Thank you. You are good. You are a gift. God loves you. We'll see you next time. See you next time. This show and all media on Awakened Catholic is made possible by the Awakened Nation and the Hollow app. The Awakened Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate. Hollow is the only audio-guided Catholic prayer app focused on contemplative prayer and traditional Catholic meditation such as Lexio Divina, Daily Examine, and the Rosary. We here at Awaken all use Hollow every day and love it. To learn more or give it a try, visit hello.app slash awaken.